Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning to everybody. Everybody has a good morning. I bless God for you this morning. I'd like to welcome you to Tell Them Ministries on the radio. God bless you, whether you're joining me by phone or by Internet. I say good morning, and God bless you. I thank you for joining me this morning. Uh, This is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I thank God for another day, another opportunity to be able to be with you discussing another biblical topic I give God glory, honor, and praise. Today we're going to be talking about prayer and what it means to pray. And there's so many different teachings on prayer. There's so much conversation that can be had about prayer. And I'm going to just attempt to Put my hat in the ring, as they say, as where I am when it comes to prayer and to encourage each of you to spend some time in prayer, take the time to pray, and just see what God has for you. I thank you. I thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We exalt you above every situation in our lives. We thank you that you give us an opportunity to come before your feet to receive from you. God, I ask that as we go forth this morning that you speak through me what you would have me to say unto your people about prayer. Let it be all of you and none of me. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Again, thank you for joining me. This is your host, Apostle Gloria Hawkins with Tell Them Ministries, and I say welcome to all of those that may be calling in. If we look at prayer, the topic this week is do you believe when you pray? Um, A lot of people have different ideas about prayer. A lot of people have different understandings about prayer. And I just wanted to touch on this um, as we go forth, um, even with um, the intercessors and the people that I'm involved with. We've been doing a lot of different things with prayer, going forth in prayer, but we're made mindful to pray the scriptures and, you know, giving God back his word. What does God say? His word tells us that his word will not return unto him void and to remind him of his word. So when we pray and we're giving him his word, he's faithful and just to perform it. You know, a lot of people, they water it down. Some might not even believe that it's important. Some may not even believe that it works. They don't understand the effectiveness of it. They don't understand the power. And, you know, even as I put in the post, a lot of people may not even feel like they know how to pray. You know, they they say whatever little bit they can say and say, I prayed. And that's okay. 
But when we're talking about prayer, prayer is a conversation between you and God. So oftentimes we go to God and we give him our laundry list and, you know, we give him a honey to, honey-do list. God do this, God do that, God do this, this, this is what I need, this is what I want. Do it, do it, do it. But then we get up and move on and never take the time to sit and listen to what God has to say to us. We just want him to do what he says he's going to do, do what we want him to do, and then get up and go on. But just like in the natural, when you have a conversation with someone, it is a two-way conversation. You talk, they talk. You listen, they listen. But so oftentimes, so many of us may go into this and it's one-sided. You know, and that's not the way it should be because if I was with my best good girlfriend and all the thing that happened is I did all the talking. I poured out my heart, and I complained, and I cried, and I kicked rocks, and I do this, and me, 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 I, 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 and never give her an opportunity to say, hey, look, sis, this is my what I think, and this is, you know, my idea on it, or what have you, or even if she calls me and there's a problem on her side, but I never give her an opportunity to talk. How many of you know that relationship is going to dwindle because it's one-sided? When we go to God in prayer, we are to engage the Holy Spirit. We should recognize who he is, acknowledge who he is. And when we look at the example of prayer when the disciples told Jesus teach us how to pray everybody knows the Lord's prayer and a lot of people pray that prayer or they say that prayer those instructions but that was Jesus's example of how we are to pray when you look at the beginning of the prayer our father acknowledging God for who he is. He's not just your best good buddy on the corner, you know, the one that you're going out with. This is the Father. This is the God Almighty. And then as we're going through the prayer, it's giving you different prayer points to offer up. Give us this day our daily bread. You know, those are the things that we're looking at and the way we should enter into prayer. And in that, it tells us acknowledging God, we're making our petition, we're asking for forgiveness, we're praying for someone else. And this is, this is the model prayer, quote, unquote. Now, I'm not going to break down the Lord's Prayer today. It's just a matter of when you pray, do you believe? When you're asking God for whatever it is you might be asking, do you believe when you pray? 
are you praying amiss? So many people pray amiss. If we look at Luke chapter 18, verse 1, and it says, And he spake a parable unto them to the end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. We are to always be praying. We are always we should always be communicating with the Father. There shouldn't be anything that we're doing that we don't engage, that we don't reach out to the Father and have a conversation with. Go before him. Yes, there are different types of prayer, but when you're making your petition known unto the Father, there's a special way, there's a certain way you should enter in into this prayer. Now, Jesus is giving us the model of how we should enter in, how we should address the Father, how we are to be in his presence. But, yes, I know everybody, a lot of people, we've all done it. We just said, Lord, help me. Or we just said, Jesus. And we hear everybody saying, okay, that's a prayer. You acknowledged him. You called on him. And I'm not saying that it's not. Hear what I'm saying. The word tells us that he is a present help. So if we're going through something and we just cried, Jesus, yes, he already knows. He's on his job. He's doing what he said he's going to do. God is right there. He's a present help. But when you decide that you're going to get into right relationship, when you're going to even enter into a relationship with the Father, and you're going to do it in prayer, be intentional about your prayer time. Be intentional about your study time. Be intentional about what you're going to the Father with. We go with a laundry list. As I said, the honey-do list. But are our prayers selfish? Are we going in with what we want? I want this. I need this. My house, my children, my job, my health, my friends, my church, my this, my, 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 me, 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 me. That sounds like Satan. Exalting himself before the Father. If you're not praying for a gambit or you're not entering in and you're not taking into consideration others when you pray, you are praying a very selfish prayer. Now, I'm not saying don't ask God for what you need. Yes, by all means, if you are in need of something, whether it's your family, whether it's your health, family members, yourself, your job, by all means, make your petitions known. But if you're just there and you're constantly, constantly talking about me, 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 what I need, what I want, how is that being really effective? Because you're putting yourself before others always, even in prayer. Yes, Pray for your needs. And the word tells us God already knows what we need before we come to him. 
But when we are in prayer and we may have a, a sheet of paper, we may have notes and have bullet points because sometimes we can get so caught up in the emotion and sometimes it can be the spirit that has fell upon us in the midst of prayer and you be like, after everything is over, I meant to say this, I meant to ask for this, or I meant to pray for this sister, I meant to call out her name. I believe it's okay to have a sheet or a notepad with bullet points that you cover while you're in prayer, whether it's Sister Sally Susie across the way, whether it's a condition that we see in the earth, whether it's the churches, if we forget that, you know, you don't feel like it's completed. At least I don't. And I'm not saying I always have a notepad with all of my bullet points, so I have to get better at that. But if somebody has said, sis, pray for me, there are some questions that can come about with that. What do you have need of? Or just let me pray and see what I hear from the Lord. But when we pray, how do we enter in? Do we believe? Do we expect to receive? Or are we just doing it to say, I pray. I pray. Okay. What's going on? Are you entering in for real? Are you entering into this relationship to have a conversation? Or are you still expecting it to be one-sided? We have to be mindful that God tells us to always pray and not faint. If you believe in God for something or a situation, yes, continue to ask God for it, but don't make it continuously about yourself. Because the word also tells us what you make happen for someone else, God will make happen for you. If I'm about my father's business, if I pray for my situation, and that's not to say you pray one time. You may need to go back a couple of times. But even when you do that, sit and listen to what the Father has to say. Sit and listen to the instructions and the directions he's giving you. They might not be what you want to hear. You know, you might be just wanting the unicorn and the cotton candy and just la, 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 la. But, no, you can't do that. We have to be reasonable and understandable. Sometimes God is, is going to give us some hard instructions to answer what we have need of or the situations that we have in our lives, whether it's to walk away or step back, take a step back and look at because so many people are so busy to say, can you pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. And my question at this point is, are you praying for yourself? Are you using me as your conduit to get to God and you're going to continue to go and do what you're going to do? We pray for the sick. We pray for the shut-in. We pray for ministries. We pray for families. We pray for the conditions in the earth. But if we're just going and we're talking, God may have a solution for you to give to you that you're praying about, but if you don't sit and take time to listen to the instructions, you're going to keep going around the mulberry bush over and over again because you didn't take time to listen. 
I have a few callers. I say welcome to each of you this morning. If anyone would like to join the conversation or add a comment, I ask that you press 1 and I could bring you live. I really would like to hear um, from my callers their thoughts on prayer and the way they may go in, or even if there's something that I may have missed that we can address this morning, as I said, please press 1 and I can bring you live. With prayer, we talked about, you know, always praying. Pray without ceasing. You know, it's over and over. We're hearing, don't stop praying. You know, if you've got a a head condition, a heart condition, a physical condition, God has the answers. We've got 66 books in which we have our instructions. And I heard somebody make mention um, a couple of days ago that a leader made the statement that the Bible doesn't have an answer for everything that we deal with in life. I disagree with that because the answers are in those 66 books. And when we engage the Holy Spirit and we're seeking direction, God will illuminate a word that you may have read 30 times and all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and you have your aha moment. This is what he's talking about. Oh, I got it now. And when you're praying with a sincere heart, you're going to see change. You know, I believe there are intercessors around the world and some of us are praying for the same thing. Some of us are praying for the same conditions that we see in the earth. Some of us are praying for those healings. But the thing about it is, do you believe when you pray? Or, again, are you praying amiss? When you're going and you're asking God for the healing in your body or you're asking for someone else, do you believe that God is going to answer it? Do you believe God hears your prayers? Do you believe? You know, the scripture goes on to tell us that we have to trust God. We believe in him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith and trust, that belief in him, we're not pleasing to God. So when we pray, are we believing that we will receive? Or are we just doing it to say that we did it? Are we doing it? Are your prayers effective? Are you addressing God? Are you going in with the faith that what you ask for, he will give? When we see the situations around the world, are we believing God that When we pray, he's hearing us, he's going to deal with it, and it's going to work out. But we all, so many times we go into prayer expecting a certain outcome, and then when it doesn't happen the way we want it, 
or we expect it to happen, so many get disappointed. Well, I prayed for my friend not to die, but they died. I prayed for this marriage to stay together, but they split up. I prayed for this child to you know, graduate with honors. I prayed for this relationship. I prayed for this. Okay. That's all well and good. We did our part. But how many of you know that the answer we want may not be the answer that God has for that situation? Because it said, even Jesus said, thy will be done. Yes, God, I'm praying for this situation. I'm praying for this relationship. This is what they have need of. This is what their request is. This is my request. And we get our instructions. But if it's God's will that it not be so, it's not going to be. We're going to get a new body when we get to heaven, when we're walking the streets of gold. We've got a new body. So we have to be mindful that no matter what it is, we may want the baddest car on the lot, the biggest house on the block. And that's not to say God doesn't want us to have these nice things, but are you mentally capable of handling the car payment? Are you financially able to handle the mortgage? So if God was to give you a brand new house and your mortgage is $1,500 a month, are you in a position to make that mortgage payment every month to where you don't have more house than money at the end of the month? We can pray for that, but are you able to handle it? Are you positioned to handle what God is going to give you? I was talking to a friend last night and we were talking we were talking about prayer. And we go forth and we 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 were talking and we were going on and yes God would want us to have an abundant life. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. That's scripture. Now, you we talk about our position in the natural. You God may you may be believing for this house, this car, this job, and everything. And I've seen people just say, okay, this is what I believe in God for, and they go sign the dotted line for everything that they want. And then three months into the situation, the car is being repossessed, the house is going into foreclosure, and they're just destitute. That's not God's will for us to get it and then lose it. But if we're not mentally capable and we're not in a position that we can handle what he gives us, why would he do that? There are some steps that you're going to need to take to be able to handle whether it's something in the natural or something spiritual. It doesn't matter what it is. If we've got it in our heart, and it lines up with the word, God is faithful and just to perform it. But I wouldn't give my three-year-old grandson the keys to my truck and say, drive up the street, go to the mall. 
He's not of age. He's not capable to handle it mentally, physically. The conditions are not conducive for him to take my vehicle. Now, when he gets 17 or 18, I may say, hey, here are the keys. Go ahead. Go do what you got to do. But at that point, I have gotten him. He's been prepared to handle the responsibility. So many times I believe when we go into prayer and we're asking for things, and myself included, we were not mentally capable to handle what we were asking for. And I believe God will hold it back until we are prepared to handle it. When we get our mind right, when we get our heart right, when we start walking upright according to his word, he will withhold no good thing from us. But are we prepared to receive what we're asking for? When we're believing for something, are we lining up with his word? I'm believing God for a laundry list of things. But I understand for me, for Gloria, certain things are not going to come about until I am in a mental state capacity to handle it, emotionally able to handle it, as well as my heart being right to handle it. So we go forth and we do these things and we say, well, God going to do it. God going to do it. God going to Yes, he will do it. But are you ready to handle what you're asking for? We can believe and that we receive and we can go forth and we can pray and we can talk to God and we can be in a prayer group and we are praying and we are praying and praying and praying. But we have to be mindful if we're praying for someone else. I think these are some of the things that we might want to look at. Are they able to handle And this is not to say pass judgment on anybody. It's not our job to do all of that. But we have to be operating with discernment and understanding and what does say of the Lord about that situation when we go to him in prayer. It doesn't matter what it is. Now, you're praying for your needs. I'm praying for you about your need. God may say, okay, Gloria, you've got $20. Go get so-and-so some groceries. You know, that, that's, that goes without saying. God will use us in the earth to be an answer to someone else's prayer. That baby that needs milk and pampers, God may use and say, okay, instead of you waiting for somebody else to go get it, I've given you what you need, go get that. Ask God, how would you have me to pray for this person? What is it that they need that I can communicate with him that their prayers are answered, that their request that was made known gets the answer that is needed? When we believe, when we pray, I think we really need to take a look at Are we praying selfish prayers? Are we just saying something to say that we pray? We need to be more effective in our prayers. The word tells us the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. I believe it's going to avail knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that we may be praying about one thing, and God will reveal to us through prayer 
something else that might be going on. And I think if we take the time that when we enter in and pray, if we sit and listen and have that conversation, ask I ask God, okay, God, what does what am I supposed to do with this? God, how would you have me to pray for this person? Holy Spirit, lead me in how to pray for this person. Because God knows all. So I want to encourage each of you on the line, when you pray, believe that you shall receive. But let us also be mindful to take time to listen. Don't just run run in and run out. Take some time. Be intentional to what God has said. We're getting ready to wrap up. Again, this is Apostle Gloria Hawkins with Tell Them Ministries. If you have a comment or question, you can go to my website, tellthemministries.com, or you can inbox me at facebook.com, Gloria Hawkins. I thank each of you so much for joining me this morning. God bless you that you didn't consider it robbery to be on the line. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I pray that you have a blessed day in the Lord and that you be mindful to take some time and pray. As they, the old song says, say a little prayer for me. I'll say a little prayer for you. And we're going to go forth and do what does say of the Lord. I can say now that more than likely next week's broadcast may address another area of prayer. God bless you. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Bye-bye.